Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Mike Lynch here. Hey, and I'm Patrick Harris. You probably like baseball, which is why you're listening to this. This is the uh, Hot Corner Podcast. Well, I kind of like baseball. I guess I'll tune in. Baseball's pretty neat, so thanks for listening. This is brought to you by your local Les Schwab Tire Center. Doing the right thing since 1952. Woo, Baseball! It's time for the second game of our radio doubleheader. I believe there ought to be a constitutional amendment outlawing AstroTurf and the designated hitter. The inside story on baseball and more. Okay, I'm going to throw you something called a screwball. An old school thing. That's going to look like it's coming right at you. But it's going to drop right off the table so you don't bail out. you got to stick in there. You see what I'm saying? This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080. All right, kid. You had a helmet on. Imagine if you didn't. The Fan. Welcome to the second hour of the Hot Corner. If you're missing the first hour, you can get that at the Les Schwab Tires podcast, 10 the Odyssey app. Beers on Us podcast drops tomorrow at four same places. Hearing that theme song from uh, Major League reminds me that we're supposed to talk about Cleveland changing their name, but that's not really important, so maybe we'll push that till next week <laughs> as it's not going to change anytime soon. And no. Paul Dolan is still one of the worst owners in baseball and... It's like a 10-year-old made a Minecraft graphic, and here we are. Are we done? Cool. Done. Story buried. <laughs> Patrick really doesn't want to talk about it. Did they get rid of the block C? Yeah, because why not? Let's just get rid of it all. They just got. They just made 3D Cs instead. Yeah, cool. Awesome. Uh, there. We're done. <laughs> no, we'll talk. I, I think this stuff is a little more important, and we'll, we'll get to Cleveland Guardians. We'll get to that at some point, probably next week. I'll put it in the in the notes. As Isaac Rupp would say. But you don't have notes. I don't have notes. I put it in my brain. And then forget. Yes. I'm you have to write it on your hand. <laughs> you know, that's I have That's what you do. I've been retired for so long that I haven't written anything on my hand in a while. And well, it's kind of weird. Start. I thought about it today. I ran into a buddy and I had to go uh, talk, talk to some people and within our community. And I, I ran into a friend that kind of gave me some, some good names to know at places. And I grabbed a pen and instantly went to write it on my hand. I was like, I don't think you should walk into these places that you, people you got to meet with their name written on your hand. So I wrote it I'm on I'm looking a... for staring at my palm. <laughs> Jennifer? And it's you've been sweating because you're nervous, so it says Yennefer it's or like, Yentiker. And you're like, like, is Yentiker here? It's dripping down your hand. Yeah. You wrote it in red ink, and they're like, are you bleeding? No. Nope. You rub it on your head, and now you have ink all over your face. Nope, just old Wipe school. Wipe the sweat. 
Do you like old school? Because I am. Um, Wrote it on my hand. Actually, I use computers while I'm out. But you're right, Mike. I have a telephone too, but I do write things on my hand a lot. I have. I haven't done that in a while. So maybe maybe my retirement kicked that little trend. Who knows? Could come back. Uh, but in in the idea of talking about guys that could still be on the move, I want to start with guys who will still be on the move. We'll get to Joey Gallo here in about ten minutes. Um, the biggest name right now has got to be Trevor Story. We, we, we joked about this at the very beginning, at least I did, about him, how inept this Colorado Rockies management and ownership seems to be. If you're a Mariner fan, imagine being a Rockies fan. Uh, story's got to get moved. Absolutely and, has to. And, and the question is, and, and it's not just Trevor Story either. I'll, I'll throw Chris Bryan in this move as well. Chris Bryan and Trevor Story have to get moved. I don't care if you get garbage for him. It's better than nothing. Because those guys are not walking back through those doors. Bryant, maybe doubt it. Because they have show, they have really never shown him love. No. Despite being an MVP, a World Series champ, and will play any position they ask him. So these guys are getting moved. Where where are these guys going? Who wants these guys? Who should get these guys? Well, I mean, last week, if you remember, I mentioned the Reds as a potential team that should get a guy like Trevor Story. Now, they've done a couple of smaller trades to add to their bullpen, which is good because their bullpen is garbage. But uh, I still think that is a team that could certainly use a shortstop right now. And because they currently, that is their weakest position is shortstop. We talked about this. That is the perfect fit for me. Mm -hmm. I don't know if the Reds have the prospects to go back. I don't know anything about their farm system. But to me, of all the teams that are contenders right now, that is the team that needs a shortstop the most. Um, Can Trevor Story play other positions? Probably. I mean, well, I mean, I know they can't, but should you? Because I think that we're, we're watching Giants Dodgers right now uh, on, on the tube. Dodgers are up 4-0, two outs, top of the fourth. The Giants could use a bat, but you're not going to move Brandon Crawford from short. So can Story play third? Not could he. Of course he could. But can you put him at third? Uh, currently... Crawford is hurt, by the way. Yes, I know, but I just saw him running bases before the game. He's about to be active. He'll be back. He's, he's, he's on both my fantasy teams. I'm watching him real closely. Uh, yeah, I mean, you could. I'm sure you could move Crawford, too, if he can play a different position. But, you know, if he – it depends on story. I mean, story is, I think, only played shortstop. So you would assume he could play second. You know, most middle, in, middle infielders can play both sides, although it is actually apparently harder than you would think to make that switch, especially on, like, double play balls because you're just so used to going the other direction, you got to get used to it. I don't know if he can play third. You know, I, I have no idea. That's a very different position than shortstop. It's, it's you got to be way more on your toes for hard hit balls and you know dive down the line to stop double stuff like that. I have no idea if he can. But um, yeah, I'm sure teams are considering that. I mean, I know the Yankees were considering trading for him and then moving Torres the second again, but which I think would have been the best move. I think so too. They still might, I suppose. But it's, yeah. I, I think their trade with Gallo today may be their, their big splash, but I suppose we'll see. They gave up a lot for Gallo. Um, yeah, so could he play another position? Probably, but I think most people are looking at him as a shortstop, and he will probably play shortstop wherever he goes. Yeah, that's what I would think as well. The The other interesting one is Chris Bryant. I mean, Chris Bryant can play any position. How we've not heard anything about him blows my mind. The Giants should go get him. All I've heard is the Mets tied to him. That's it. And the Mets would be a good fit for him, obviously. Well, I think, a I, pop. I, I think once he hits the free agent mark, I think the Mets become the front runners for that. They obviously were not afraid to spend money on Francisco Lindor. 
They feel good about their pitching staff. They're probably going to spend some money at Marcus Stroman. So why not trade for him and sign him now? When you can get him for free and you know you're not winning? Yeah, but this guarantees you would get the contract extension talks now before anything else happened. Yeah, but I think guys are smart enough. Okay. I think Chris Bryant's smart enough to know that he can walk into New York next season in the offseason. He's already got a World Series, right? If the, Met, if the Mets are worried he doesn't want to play there, maybe this would be the, we'll introduce you to the team. Sure. Get you acclimated. Maybe you like it enough that you want to stay. Mm-hmm. That could work, too. I also don't know if the Mets have the capital to get him. True. We did talk about that last week as well. They yeah. do not have a good farm system. Right no, now. they're they're pretty depleted. But that's the guy I would be looking at the most. Him, him, and him, and Max Scherzer. I mean, it's interesting. There's, there's so many bats available on this market. It's not a whole lot of starting pitching available. I mean, am I right? Am I missing somebody? It's we, Max Scherzer, and I feel like that's kind of it. Scherzer, and you said John Gray from the Rockies. But I mean, where's John Gray? You know, if John Gray goes to the Dodgers, goes to the Mets, goes to the Brewers, the Brewers might be a different story. Um, but but like he's slotting in as a fourth fifth starter, and we saw the the Dodgers last year win a World Series by basically only having three starters. Well, true, but here's what you need right now: five starters. If you want to make the playoffs, if yeah. you're trying to make a playoff run, yeah, the more good starters you have, the better. You yeah, got to get Walker Bueller rest. You got to get Clayton Kershaw rest. Well, it is, it, I'm not even talking about that. Just especially in the NL West. Mm-hmm. Two of you are going to play in the wild card. The World so, Series favorite and the second World Series favorite are in second and third in that division. So it behooves you to win the division. Yes, very you, much so. How do you win a division? You have a lot of good starters that win you a lot of games. Yeah, yeah. So if you need, if you have right now a fourth or fifth starter that is questionable, John Gray is a three six seven ERA. John Gray is 29 years old now, older than I thought he was, but is a guy who once had a lot of potential and has been dying in Colorado because it's hard to pitch there. Mm-hmm. Is that a guy that could actually be, he's probably also a free agent at the end of the year, if I'm remembering correctly. Oh, I, I would assume so. Maybe a year or two left. That would be a guy that you could get that could help bolster your, your rotation. I mean, we didn't talk about it, but the Mariners got Tyler Anderson from the Pirates. I like that pickup. I don't, but you need depth as a starting rotation, and mm-hmm. he is like a fourth or fifth starter kind of guy. So he is having a, <clears throat> a good year this year, or at least a, a decent year this year. So, I mean, that's a guy that, you can you can use now to get you closer to the wild card spot so you're not throwing garbage out there every five days. Um, that's what John Gray can do for a lot of contenders. No team is happy with their whole staff. None. So talking about my Cleveland Guardians are at this point. Are they though? No. At this point, John Gray can help anybody. Yeah. So, but you're right. Outside of Scherzer, I who else is on the market starter wise? I have no idea. Scherzer right now rocking a two eight three ERA. I know the Rockies said Marquez is off the table, so you can't get him. He's their That's best fine. starter. That's fine. Um, I mean, Diamondbacks, you got Mad Bum, but they're not going to trade him. No, he just nobody, signed a big deal. Nobody wants him either. The Pirates had Anderson. He's gone. Uh, Marlins are not trading their young starters. Mm-mm. The Nationals, we mentioned Scherzer. The Braves seem to be trying to buy, even though they lost to Cunha. The Rangers, yeah, I mean, you got uh, Kyle Gibson. Kyle Gibson, yeah, that's right. We talked about him last week. Kyle Gibson should be on the move. You know, Angels are kind of, I don't know what the Angels are doing, but I don't, they have terrible starters anyway. <laughs> the Twins. And nothing to trade for. Is Barrios available? Uh, the Twins no. stink. No, Miguel Pineda is available. Michael Pineda. Michael Pineda. 
Okay, I mean, that's, that's another like John Solid. Gray type of guy. Sure, sure. Um, how about for the Royals? Anybody on there worth trading as a starter? Probably not, nope. right? Orioles, no. And the ti- the Tigers. Well, are the Orioles willing to part with John Means? Doubtful. Very doubtful. Tigers, the be- their best starter is Matt Boyd. He's hurt. They're probably willing to trade him, though. Yeah, but he's hurt. Yeah. Yeah. So there are starters in the market, but they're not sexy. Yeah, Scherzer's really it's like, sexy. It's like back-end filler is what it is. Where do you think Scherzer will go? We'll get you out on that. Where well, do you he, like him? Well, Scherzer is saying he wants to go to a West Coast contender. Which puts us with three teams. Three options. Three options. I'll throw the A's in there in case the A's get wild and decide to do something with their life. I mean, I'll say four. Wouldn't it be just like... A.J. Preller and the Padres to go get Max Scherzer. It'd be absolutely insane to throw you Darvish, Blake Snell, Max Scherzer, and fill in the blanks. Yep. That would be absolutely insane. I want San Francisco to get him and really make this sexy. Really make this race fun. I mean, they've already got Gossman pitching insane. Exactly. They've got uh, Desclafani pitching well. Exactly. But Scherzer at the top of that. Two unproven guys who are having great years. Imagine what happens when Max Scherzer walks in that door. All of a sudden, those guys feel a little better. Mm. That team feels a little better. The pressure on them goes down a tiny bit. The pressure bit. on them goes down, and the pressure on the Dodgers and the Padres go up. And if there's anything we've seen lately with the Dodgers, they don't do well with the pressure. You know, they've been in the NLCS. They've been in World Series, albeit they lost to some cheaters a couple times, and they won one last year. But this is a team that's been in the NLCS the last five years. Also, two techs. I feel like they'd be shaking in their boots, especially because it doesn't sound like Trevor Bauer's coming back anytime soon. No, I apparently reports say that most of the Dodgers players never want him back on the team. We're getting texts on the text line that Berrios is available. That's what I was going to say, yeah. I saw a tweet today that said Barrios, and I was like, oh, is he available? Apparently so. Twins might be going, hey, our run was <clears> cute, <throat> but I guess we're not really that real, huh? <laughs> yeah. Because I guess Max, Kep- Max Kepler is also available. Rocco Baldelli is our guy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so it'll be fun. It'll be fun to watch that, and we'll check back in next week and see what the aftermath is and pick up the carnage and see what the pieces are lying around and see uh, where we sit from there. Maybe we'll make a little, uh, I don't know, post-trade deadline uh predictions there who knows who knows we'll get wild when we come back there was a big deal that was done today i don't really think it's a big deal but when you get these names involved it comes across as a big deal plus it's my goal to keep mike lynch pissed off as long as possible the yankees made a deal today and we'll get to that next that's mike lynch joe fish behind the glass i'm patrick harris 1080 the fan call from mom answer it call silenced instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. I feel like you don't even have to touch it, to be honest with you. And they're going to do him first. We got fair foul coming up here in about 10, 15 minutes, so stick around for that. Uh, we finally got our quote-unquote big deal so far. Is this the big deal so far? It is the biggest one, yes. It is the biggest one so far. Two-time All-Star, Gold Glove winner, right fielder, Correct. Uh, outfielder outfielder so he can bounce around he's not playing center but he can bounce around the corners Joey Gallo from the Texas Rangers is traded to the New York Yankees for a couple prospects that have turned out to be higher than initially thought of in terms of their rating uh some of the stuff I I that came across my board said that the Yanks sent a pretty decent haul to go get him Joey Gallo is uh gets arbitration at the end of this season it becomes an unrestricted or under at the end of this season, which makes him unrestricted free agent after the 2022 season. So he's not a rental. Nope. The Yanks are definitely in a win now, despite, you know, their ups and downs in this season. They're in a win now mode. I mean, as they always are. Joey Gallo's stat line here, batting average. So far this season, he's batting 223. Ugh. He's got 25 dingers, uh-huh. 55 RBIs, which is not bad for a team that can't hit in Texas. Mm-hmm. And he has. One walk away from tying his career best in a season in walks. Oh, and it's he only had, July. He had 75 in 2017, 74 in 2018, where he batted 209 and 206, <laughs> but had 41 and 40 home runs. Uh, he's got 74 now, so we're seeing a little more plate discipline. Well, that's promising. Um, this is he is tied. He, he is tied currently for his second best OPS season. At 869. And he is now the starting left fielder for the New York Yankees. Yes, he is. Would you like to start with positive GM hat, Mike, or angry Yankees fan, Mike? You know, I normally would start with positive GM hat here. But as I just said to you in the break, this trade reeks of Brian Cashman in the late 90s trying to scrape together a World Series with late thousands, trying to scrape together a World Series with no real homegrown talent anymore. Uh, So I don't really know what the positives are other than a left-hander in the the lineup. I I don't see positives. So I would like you to be candid, my good friend. Okay, well, there are positives, which I'll get to. But this is everything wrong with baseball in one player. Joey Gallo is everything that baseball is struggling with in one player. I love you so much. He hits 
56% of his outcomes are the three true outcomes, home run, strikeout, or walk. 56% of the times he comes to the plate, one of those three things happen. Two of them are not great. Well, one of them is great. One of them is awful. And the yeah. other one is, eh, because the rest of your team sucks. Yeah, he, he gets on base. That's fine. But um, I wouldn't really say he gets on base. What is the Yankees' biggest flaw? Left-handed hitting. No. Striking out. What is the Yankees' biggest flaw when fully healthy? They have a bunch of guys who strike out way too much. Aaron Judge, Giancarlo Stanton. Luke Voigt. Gary Luke Voigt, Sanchez. Sanchez. Yes. Torres strike out a lot? He's striking out too much right now. Okay. Um, That's why he's in the doghouse. That is, uh, that is the biggest weakness with that lineup. They leave too many runners on base because they just don't make enough contact. What's been interesting is when all the guys went on the COVID list, all of a sudden they started playing small ball and winning a little bit, and you're like, oh, you can win like this? They're not touching the base. <laughs> oh, you're, you're telling me you can win like this? So uh, there were better players available on the market <clears throat> that fill the holes the Yankees have with left-handed hitting, outfield depth, good fielding who don't strike out 198 times a season. Now they also didn't have any guys in the market who had 40 home runs a year. So that is a benefit. I know he's hurt. I was desperate for the Yankees to get Cattell Marte, Mm -hmm. a switch hitter. Yep. An outfielder who can play multiple positions as well as a guy who can play the infield. Infield and outfield. Yeah. Arizona moved him to the outfield. He was in the infield for the Mariners. A guy who, as I talked about, is a rare combination of power and speed. As we were talking about with Trey Turner. Yep. And Trevor Story. And Trevor Story. And that is who I was desperate for them to get. If it wasn't him, I would have liked Marte. Although I know Marte is a free agent after this year, so that's more of a rental. Uh, and then I would have said probably, again, to fill the outfield spot, Joey Gallo would have been third on my list of guys to take because of his benefits on that side. I also really was, was interested in them getting Trevor Story because – uh, I have a feeling Trevor Story might want to be a Yankee in the free agent market. Totally, and I can see. I mean, I can see that he's like Garrett Cole. It's like written all over him. It's like that guy wants to be a Yankee. Yeah, Glaber Torres has not panned out as a defensive <clears throat> shortstop. He was very good at second base. You know, Lemayhu can play everywhere. Put Story at short. Put Torres at second. Put Lemayhu at first. DH Voit. Maybe don't keep Voit. Although I like him a lot. He's been help, or hurt a lot this year. You have to DH Stanton at some point. Well, they're they're putting Stanton back in the field this week too. He's been working back up to that. So, uh, at least that was the plan. So, um, that that was my thought on the deal. I was not thrilled with it. Mm-hmm. There are benefits to it <clears> if you wanted me to put my positive GM hat on. The Yankees desperately need a left-handed bat in that lineup. It is all right-handed. Their left-handed hitters are Rugnet Odor, Oof. who has been clutch but otherwise bad. Yeah, and Brett Gardner, who needs to retire because he can't hit anymore. Can't believe he's still a Yankee. They love that guy. I mean, he's hitting like 180. <laughs> he can't hit anymore. Those are the left-handers in their lineup. They need left-handers. Yeah. Everyone else is a righty. It's devastating when you get into playoff matchups to not have back and forth in your lineup. Uh, he is, by all accounts, Joey Gallo. Although he wouldn't look it, he is a dynamite defender. All across the outfield. Won a gold glove last year. Also has one of the best arms in the outfield. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. The Yankees need defense. Yankees need left-handed hitting. That's great. <clears throat> um, they gave up four prospects for him, reportedly. Mm-hmm. None of the four were guys I had heard of, although a tweet that I did see said two of them had moved into the top ten prospect list throughout the season. They did not start off there. All the lists right now are from the preseason. They were not in their top 12. Two of them apparently are in the top ten now. I've never heard of them. Maybe they turn out to be great for the Rangers. Obviously, you need to give up something to get something. So I'm happy their top guys didn't go in this. Their top few guys. Uh, so for that, 
I can say maybe you maybe you won this trade. Also, they're getting a reliever, although that's not certain yet at this point. Um, also saw a tweet that said this is going to be considered their big move, Oof. although they are still looking at other trade pieces on the market. So Gallo is the big move for the Yankees. It's not going to be Story. You're not going to get Scherzer. You're not going to get, you know, Marte if the Diamondbacks trade him, although he's hurt. This is the big move, and then a bunch of other ancillary moves might happen, so we'll see. I, I'm, I'm, it's not the worst trade in the world. There are certainly positives to it. It just doesn't excite me like I feel like it should at this point in the season. I love this text that just came across, 503-250-1080. Yankees' new players all want to hit home runs when they get there. That's Reggie Jackson, history with the babe. Hitting in New York is big history, which leads me, because I wanted to ask you this question, Mike. Brian Cashman is one of the most – is is the most accomplished GM in in baseball now, and one could argue maybe of all time. With the teams he built in the 90s, the, res, the resurgence in the late 2000s. He's made a lot of shrewd moves. And the crop of young talent we have right now. Why is it, why is, why does it feel like, from an outsider's perspective, why does it feel like this is always what he does? a Joey Gallo move instead of a Trevor Story, Trey Turner, Chris Bryant. Well, doesn't doesn't it always feel I like think, it's some power hitter well, here, here's that, the that doesn't hit for average? Here's the problem. The greatest benefit and the biggest curse of the Yankees is, is the, that short porch is and the right? short porch and right field. <laughs> it is the most tantalizing th- thought to get a left-handed power bat, Jason Giambi, who can hit 45 home runs more or more than they do elsewhere because they're going to be hitting to 318 in right field. Especially when you stare across at your rival and they've got David Ortiz doing the same thing in Fenway. Yes. Uh, Rafael Devers now doing the same uh, yes, thing. Yes, this is correct. Um, could It's like it's like the, the apple hanging from the tree of maybe this guy will single-handedly lead us to the postseason – because he hits 25 home runs in the second half of the year because every high fly ball he hits is a home run at Yankee Stadium. He's got a chance, yeah. Um, There is not a more perfect bat in baseball to do that than Joey Gallo Mm -hmm. because all he does is hit the ball into the air uh, and a lot of really high flyouts. (laughs) So if he can get that just a little bit out there into right field, that's going to be a lot of home runs for Joey Gallo, which would certainly be helpful. I think that's why Brian Cashman does this because – there are not many teams in baseball that have a park with the dimensions like Yan- the Yankees do. The Red Sox do, although yeah. their right field's different. It, it's, and their left field is different. Their right field's like 302, but also has the big like U-shape, yeah. which makes it a little bit harder. And you want to talk about a short porch. I mean, it's smaller than me. Yes, that it is. Um, it's funny because this feels like their big move, like you were saying. One of the beat it- reporters says it is the big move. This isn't the move that makes me feel like the Yankees are going to go over the top. I agree. I don't even think the Yanks are going to make the playoffs with I, or without Joey Gallo. Yeah, I mean, which is the, why this is kind of strange to me. Well, so here's this is the thing too. It's the greatest gift and the worst curse. And the worst curse is you're always in win now mode. Yeah, it, it only needs to be excruciatingly obvious to sell to sell, which it was in '16 when they traded Chapman and they traded uh, Andrew Miller. You know, at that that team, thank you. That team was not good. No, and they knew it going into the trade deadline that they were not good. But right now, the Yankees are should be good. They're okay. They should be good though. They should be better. 
They were predicted to win the division. Mm-hmm. They are not, at this point, playing very good baseball. Some of that is on Aaron Boone. Some of that is on Brian Cashman because he forces the analytics down the throat of the team. Mm-hmm. But that's the curse is the expectations are always win now. So they're above 500. They're in the wild card hunt. One winning streak away from getting back into the division race. That's why they still buy at the trade deadline. Boy, you should come to my side. It's a lot easier. Is it though? <clears throat> uh, yeah, yeah, because you just get used to it. Like when someone pees on you, when someone takes a giant leak on you, you're like, ah, this sucks. But when they do it all the time, you're kind of like, ah, there's another guy peeing on me. At least it's warm. At least it's warm. Quote from Mike Lynch. Never better said, my friend. Mike Lynch, 2021. <laughs> At least it's warm. Fair foul is next, but first there's Joe with sports. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Is it fair? Oh, my goodness. That's a fair ball. Or is it foul? Well, he thought it was foul, I think. A knowledge test for Patrick and Mike to see how well they know the big leagues. Mathematics and strange symbols now as far as Major League Baseball is concerned. The OBP and the SLG and the ISO and you name it. And what our distinguished hosts think about the stories that popped up around the big leagues. Peralta knocks it into center. David tonight, two for two, a leadoff single here in the fourth. And nobody noticed. This is fair or foul on the... Hot Corner on 1080 The Fan. This is Fair or Foul. Before we get into that real quick, I just want to give a shout-out to the text line, 503-250-1080. You guys have been fantastic tonight. Padre fan, thanks you. Thanks the Yankees for taking this trade. Midway through the day, it looked like Gallo to the Padres, their number four prospect. And I have the same problem with the Dodgers. If the Yanks and Dodgers would just commit to small ball, they'd be better teams. Without further ado, Joseph Fisher III, what you got for us, baby? Uh, I got three tonight. Fire away. Fire away, fire away. And the first one on my list, I'm going to bump bump to the end because I feel like it could delve into a uh, next segment rant. That's that's good producing right there. So I'm going to bump up number three to the first spot. Okay. And as Mariners related, we spent some time on them after they've been making their moves. And DePoto, I believe, said that this is all part of a uh, bigger move, or at least that's the buzz, that it could be part of the bigger move. But maybe Mariner fans don't feel like that's the case, and that's what I want to know from you two. Fair or foul, the Mariners are not going to make another big move or a big move at all, and DePoto's just blowing smoke. Uh, foul because Jerry DePoto <clears throat> loves one thing and one thing only, and that's trades. He's like Mike Wallace in but Berkshire. But a big move, Mike. Well, he didn't say a big move. He said this is the first of what we hope is a series of moves to make the team better. Okay. But Joe is asking you. Is it a big they move? They will not make a big move, fair or foul. Oh, well, okay, I'll say fair. They, they're not going to make a big move. Uh, I don't think they're getting Trey Turner. Not going to go for a big swinge. Well, they are, but I don't, I don't think they're going to be able to do it. I don't think they're going to get Trey Turner. 
Uh, plus, he tested positive for COVID. I have no idea what that means for the trade deadline. <laughs> Half the, the Mariners team isn't vaxxed, so by the way, fit right in. Going uh, through like MLB stats Twitter page, it was from four days ago, and the caption was, it's going to be tough to get Trey Turner out. And it had like stats about like his batting. Mm. And I just thought that was ironic because he's going to be out for a little bit. <laughs> I'm going to take the opposite approach of Mike. I I think the Mariner, I think DePoto's going to take a swing at Trey Turner and get him. And get him. And get him. I do. Hot take. I do because <laughs> it, 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 <laughs> it is not unrelated that the Nationals have come out and said that everyone is available other than Juan Soto. That means they want to sell. And if you know they want to sell and you're a trade guy like Depoto, am I being optimistic in this? Am I being a little foolishly optimistic in this? Sure. I'll give you that. But I think Depoto's going to take a swing at this and do it. Why not? Why the hell not? You know, you're the Seattle effing Mariners. Give it a shot. And you might not go to the playoffs this year, but you could look real good going into next year. Kyle Lewis is healthy. Kelnick's got a year under him. Maybe you bring up Julio Rodriguez because Hanniger's probably going to walk. I like it. Sign me up. You get rid of Kyle Seeger's money dump. I like it. I'm in. Foul. You know what that is, Mike? That's balls right there from Patrick Harris. You have no... Marbles. It's going for it. It's not being a quitter. Which brings me to my next one. Next one. Fair or foul? Simone Boss. <laughs> Damn it, Mike. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, we're going to stick with baseball. Uh, Joey Votto. Been pretty good lately. He had, uh, two more home runs, by the way, tonight. Which brings his total over the last five games to seven home runs. That's more home runs than games he's played in. <laughs> Seems like it, yeah. When I saw he was going on the home run streak, I was like, he's playing right now? <laughs> that guy's still in the league? Oh, yeah, we have jerseys like, and everything. Good for him. Uh, fair or foul? He has officially set a Reds record for most home runs in a five-game stretch. Ooh, this is loaded. Well, it's a loaded tough. question. Well, you got the big there's a lot of great. There's a lot of great Cincinnati Reds. You got the big red machine, great offense. Tony Perez, Geronimo, Pete Rose, Johnny Bench, Joe Morgan. Barry Larkin. Adam Dunn. Adam Dunn. <laughs> Adam Dunn. He did play yeah, I mean, he did it a lot Adam of home Dunn runs. Adam Dunn a lot yeah. of home runs he, for he the sure Reds. Did. Ken Griffey Jr. Ken Griffey Jr., the kid, when he was an adult. And hurt. Um, I'm going to say, man, how many did he hit in the five games? Seven. Jeepers. Jeepers. Jeepers creepers. I'm going to say fair. Seven and five is out of this world good. Mike and I just had a conversation about it. fantasy if, team is very happy. <clears throat> Mike and I just had a conversation if Joey Votto is a Hall of Famer. And yes. other than his batting average, I think the answer is no. Well, Joe, Joe has been the one to bring these stats to our attention. Right. There, so There def- are stats that prove that he is, like, one of the greatest hitters of all time. <laughs> Jesus, Mike. You going to give me a stroke or what, dude? One of the greatest hitters of all time. I'm merely sharing that he shares. I can name ten that played in the same era as him. That that he shares stats with that are the greatest of all time. Oh boy. Uh, to stick with that, I'm going to say foul and not give him credit, even though <laughs> I do find him to be a very enjoyable player. It is foul. I just had to reread my uh, stat, but he has tied. Oh, it's a push. So yes, it is a push. He joins. Johnny Bench. Win. Bench. And one name you didn't mention, Yankees legend Jay Bruce. 
Oh, Jay Bruce. I thought you were going to say Lou Pinella. I was like, no, you said Yankees. And I was like, no, it's Lou. Johnny Bench in 72 and Jay Thanks Bruce. Thanks for reminding me that that idiot was on my team Jay this year. Bruce, that guy was on my team two years ago. Hey, retired a Yankee. Jesus. Going, <laughs> into, the hall, going into the hall as a Yankee. He was so bad. <laughs> retired in pinstripes, baby. Remember when he went to the Mets and it was like, oh, God, this is a bad idea. Uh, former Mariner Jay Bruce as well. Former Indian Jay Bruce as well. Lots of teams Jay Bruce. <laughs> Oriole? I, feel I like don't I think don't, so. I feel like I don't remember. I think he drew the line there. Like uh, or you yes, guys did. So Bench, Bruce, and Votto. Seven home runs in a five-game span. Reds history. Jay Bruce, get after it, dude. All right. So are we ready for our final question? Let's do it, baby. And it's supposed to fire us up, right? Only you can prevent you know, I haven't, I haven't done this before, but I want Mike to answer it first because, again, I feel like we need a whole segment for Patrick's answer. Oh, yikes. I feel I feel targeted slash complimented. Fair or foul. Canceled? Yes. Yeah. Propped up. The Guardians is a good name. Mm. Fair. The Guardians is a good name. However, it was not the right name to choose for the Cleveland baseball franchise that was once the Spiders and had some great gear and had, I don't know if great was the right word. They had a history with that name. Well, they had some great names on their roster. We've been over <laughs> that. Been over this. <laughs> some great names on that roster. And some terrible what ones the Guardians is. Hey, 1892 was a great year for baseball, okay? <laughs> what the Guardians is, is safe and boring. It's not a bad name. It is a unique name in sports, which is cool. You know, you don't want another Wildcats, right? Spiders was also unique. There's talking only- about there's a ton of Wildcats in Arizona. Bear down. There's. A- <laughs> I had to take a shot. I've never put two and two together until right there. That the Arizona Wildcats slogan is bear, bear down. down. Yeah, and it's a claw too, so it's not even like and it's a cast. It's not even like bear the load. I've never thought know? about that. It's before. not like Paul Bunyan bearing the load. No, it's, it's like uh, So, is it a good name? Yes, fair, but I'm not happy they chose Guardian. The Auburn Tigers, War Eagle. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've never thought about that either. Yeah. What is the, how many others of these are there? What's wrong with you, man? This stuff's real obvious. <laughs> so, Patrick, should we give you, let's see here, one, two, three, three and a half minutes to gather your thoughts? Sure. Sure, I think why that's not? only fair. Yeah, we'll do this. For this, yeah. for this topic. Yeah, that's fair or foul. We do it every single, every single Wednesday at 8.30. Thank you, Joe, for that one. Uh, when we come back... The question that I woke up to 15 text messages a little <laughs> under a week ago is next. The Hot Corner, Harrison Lynch, 1080 The Fan. This is The Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. It's 849 here. Joe set us up with this during fair or foul last last time, so I guess we'll get to it. We were going to push it off till next week, but here it is. Here we are. Here we are. Well, I think there's about five of you out there still listening, so at least you'll get this. One, two, three, four, five. Um, so I woke up the other day. As one does when as, you're alive. As one does when you're alive. I think it was Thursday. And also, just because I forced your hand doesn't mean you can't revisit it next week. It is true. 
Um, this could be an ongoing conversation. Joe says have. knowing he's out next week, so he's like, you can talk about it. I won't care. This is very true. Um, I woke up Thursday morning. I believe it was Thursday morning to one of my best friends who lives in D.C., big Cardinals fan, asking me about it. I woke up to a text from Brandon Sprague asking me about it. Then I opened up Twitter, and there was a couple people on Twitter asking me about it. And then I got a barrage of stuff throughout the day. The interesting thing about this is, you know, it's kind of cool when people know how where you identify, you know. People know I'm a Cleveland Indian fan, Wazoo alum, Portland Timbers. Those, those, those are my teams. Craft, Liver, craft, Liverpool. Craft beer. Craft beer. Star Wars. Um, this, So it's nice that people, you know, want to ask. And they're curious. They're like, yo, give, give me your take. At, at the first, I was massively disappointed just because I wanted the spiders. I've been banging on the spiders for about four years now. It's what I wanted. I thought it looked good. I thought it was a cool idea. Homage to the old days. Then I saw the hype video from Tom Hanks. Who's not from Cleveland, by the way. Oh, he's not? No. I just assumed he was from Ohio. No. Wow. Way to go. Apparently, he's lived in many places. I think he has at some point lived in Ohio, but he's like he was like a, a kid of a military family. I filmed a movie here once. <laughs> not called Major League. I think this was, uh, we know most people are going to hate this name, so let's get the most lovable actor we can. <laughs> let's go get Tommy Hanks. To release the hype video. And I'm watching it, and Tom Hanks, the voice comes in. Little Black Submarines by the Black Keys starts playing. Kind of look around. I'm like, oh, I've been there. Oh, I've been there. Talking about heartbreak. And I was like, oh, I cried during that. Oh, I was at that game. And I'm like really buying in. I'm like really buying in. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Come look at both of our buildings. I I know what the. Our main exports crippling depression. (laughs) We've been under construction since 1858. I remember when you played that for me. That was great. That's old, Mike. That's so long ago, you and me. I know. That's so long ago. It must have been the first year we did the show. Crippling depression. Um and I'm buying it. I know what the I know what the payoff the river is. River so polluted that all our fish have AIDS. <laughs> I know what the payoff is. I know where he's going. But Hanks builds this up, and I'm like, "All right, say it, dude. Don't go out in East Cleveland, or you'll die." <laughs> I'm like Tom Hanks. I can't believe you memorized this. I'm like Tom Hanks. Say it, and when you say it, I'm gonna believe it. I'll believe it when you say it, Tom. I believe you. Well, so and he goes because in Cleveland, we are all. Guardians. And I went, no! <laughs> he said it. I knew it was coming and just was like, no! <laughs> I was so sad. I was so mad. And then they flashed the logo in front of it. And that's just when I just broke down. That's when I gave up. That's when I started looking at Mariners rosters. <laughs> I was like, what do those hats look like? Those hats look good? <laughs> People asked me, what do you think? And I was like, well, can I say the dumb a word on on the radio yes i said i said it's a dumbass choice by a dumbass team with a dumbass owner and this is what you get when you have dumbass people running your organization and the, the, the juice kind of settled down a little bit and i i you know i work i work with a guy who's from cleveland die hard he, he's he's my tribe buddy and no longer the tribe as a nickname, by the way. <laughs> That's going to be a tough one. The bro. guard. <laughs> Ugh. 
God. I'll Thanks, be the Joe. fan base name. I was just starting to talk about how I've come around on this, and Joe's like, the guard. And I'm like, I hate life. <laughs> <laughs> and he told me there's a bridge that crosses the Cuyahoga that branches East Cleveland to West Cleveland. And Progressive Field's right there. And Progressive Field's right there, right across the bridge. And it's and there are these two statues on the bridge that are the guardians of Cleveland. They're there, they've got wings on their helmets. They're angelic-esque warrior type things. Supposedly they're pretty large. Too, yeah, right? they are huge. Grecken, if you will. Grecken, yes, thank you. And it sounds like a lot of the idea is that East and West Cleveland are pretty divided culturally. And the idea is that this bridge is there to bring them together. And when you're a team that has a nickname that is very insensitive and has been for a very long time, the idea of coming up with something to try to help rectify that, try to help create a solution, create, you know, more joy than pain. I like that. I think that's honorable. And so I started coming around on the Guardians. I thought I thought Guardians was a fine name. And then they showed me the logo, which looks like a 10-year-old on Minecraft. The main logo is... The G with the wings. It's very strange. It, 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 and it, the ball in the middle. Yeah, it, it it's terrible is is all I can think of. It, it's an awful logo. They kept a very similar font to Indians. It's in the same diagonal slant, and it does have IANS at the end, just like Guardians does. Sure. So I mean, that's I think there. that's a random correlation. Also, I, I, I don't think that has any weight. Oh, I think it does. Do you? Yeah. Also, I think they still have the C as a logo, right? They do, and then that's where the next step was. I was like, oh, God, well, at least I got Block C hats to look forward to. Maybe those will get sexier. And I looked at it, and they're not Block Cs anymore. And so as I tried, as I attempted to make myself down with the sickness, as the kids would say, uh, the second I was ready to go was the second that I was absolutely destroyed. I'm okay with the name. I think the graphics suck. I think this is a poor choice. But when you're a Cleveland fan, we've never made good choices. The only good choice we ever made was not re-signing Albert Bell. Outside of that, this is kind of par for the course. Am I still a Cleveland fan? Yes, I am. Am I going to rep a Guardians t-shirt? I don't know. If they, resign, to, if they resign Shane Bieber to a five-year deal, I'll go get a Guardians t-shirt. I'm trying to find the bridge on Google Maps. I cannot find it. Find the river. Fun I, fact. I found, I found the river. I also found the stadium. Fun fact. Bob Hope's dad was one of the main engineers of that bridge. That is a great fact. <laughs> also, at the very beginning of Major League, there is a picture of one of the Guardians. The camera opens up to the guardi- one of the Guardians' face. So that's cool. As uh, Randy Newman is singing that song, uh, what's it called? Move on. I can't remember what it's called. Anyway. I found it. It is the Hope Memorial Bridge. Yep. So that's it. The Hope Memorial Bridge because Bob Hope's dad designed it. All right. That'll do it for us. We'll be back next week with more trade deadline fallout and a reaction to the second half of the season. Beers on Us podcast drops tomorrow at 4. Download that wherever you get your podcast. Mike Lynch, Joe Fish, Patrick Harris. Go do something I would do.
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.